following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Today on the Retro Fantasy Show, Matt will be phoning in his picks, and thanks to me, we will be picking from the fabulous 50s. And stars like Johnny Unitas, Lenny Moore, Norm Van Brocklin, and Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. Can I repeat? Will Boyd reclaim the title or will Matt end his drought? I'm Andrew Lenz, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Hello, Boyd. Hello, Andrew. I guess, what is this? Uh, I, I don't want to say what Wednesday is called around you because you can get a little bit of a, a little bit of a dirty mind there sometimes. So <laughs> hope you're enjoying this middle of the week going on right now. Over the hill day. Over the hill day. There you go. Oh, I shouldn't offend you. Sorry. What do you mean? Oh, I'm not over the hill. I'm not over the hill. Or you could call it the big run day because that's all that place is, is damn hills everywhere you go. <laughs> that's true. But we are picking from the 1950s. Are you excited for this? Um, No. A decade where the Steelers were pretty much completely irrelevant. Hey, 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 no. <laughs> You're an all-star. Yeah. My team didn't even exist, so there you go. Well, I mean, you know, uh, can't can't win them all. Yeah. Except, for, I mean, three weeks in a row, you can sometimes, but we all can't be the 72 Dolphins. We all can't be, but let's get into it. I'll give us our draft order and then we'll figure out what year we're picking from. So the draft order goes as follows. What do you know? Matt gets first pick and he will be, like I said in the intro, be phoning in his picks. Second pick goes to you. Okay. And then I will be getting the snake and the year will be 1950. Six fabulous hmm. of 1956. So I let Matt know that he is on the clock, and he said pretty much the only choice that he's looking for is Mr. Tobin Rote. He's gonna go back down the Tobin Rote train. Mr. Rote threw for 2,203 yards and had 18 touchdowns and 15 interceptions in 1956. But the big reason why he's picking them is he said. He also ran for 398 yards and 11 touchdowns. Mr. Tobin wrote is the man there. Hmm. I want a Tobin wrote. Yeah. I also really was <laughs> hoping Matt would pick some weird uh, Homer player that he usually picks, but yeah, he's, kind of, he's kind an of figured. Indianapolis Colts fan, not a Baltimore Colts fan. <laughs> oh, that's right. Shoot. Isn't that what he tells Let's us? Let's go. Hey, I'm going to pick uh, wide receiver Billy Houghton of the Green Bay Packers. Um, let's see. He had 55 receptions for 1,100 or 1,188 yards and 12 touchdowns. Not bad. That's a lot of touchdowns. It's probably the old one of two good receivers. <laughs> so. I'm going to go with, all right, with my first pick here, I'm going to go with 
former Monday Night Football announcer, Mr. Frank Gifford, who in 1956 ran for 819 yards and five touchdowns, but also had 51 receptions for 603 yards. And with my second, with the first pick in the second round, I'm going to go with such a cool name, Harlan Hill of the Chicago Bears, who in 1956 had 47 catches for 1,128 yards and 11 touchdowns. So those are my guys. Right. I think Harlan Hill is probably the only other really good wide receiver after you took Billy Houghton. Yeah, yeah, that looks like that. This, see, this is why I'm not a fan of the very early times because it's you get one and that's it. Everybody else is, you know. <laughs> oh, well, you yeah, that, there's like one or two guys that are ahead of their time, literally. I forgot about that. And that's why we switched over where we're picking two flexes for the 50s and 60s. So two wide receivers, two flexes, two running backs. I'm going to take, uh, I think he looks like probably one of the better running backs here. Rick Casares? Casares? I don't know how to say that. I don't know if it's Spanish or Italian, so I'm going to just go with Casares. Um, let's see. He had 1,126 yards rushing, 12 touchdowns. 23 receptions for 203 yards and two receiving touchdowns. It's not bad. That guy was definitely on my uh, radar there. Uh, Matt is up and he is taking from the million dollar backfield, Mr. And John Madden's favorite football player growing up, Mr. Hugh McElhaney, who ran for 916 yards and eight touchdowns in 1956. And with his second pick, even though he's not a Baltimore Colts fan, he is picking Alan Amici, who ran for 858 yards and eight touchdowns of the Baltimore Colts. But he's he's not a Baltimore Colts fan. <laughs> Speaking of not yet on their best team, I'm going to go with Bobby Lane of the Detroit Lions at the time. On their best team. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Good old Bobby. He had 1,909 passing yards, nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions, and pepper in about 169 yards rushing and five touchdowns. Not bad. Let's see. Don't like the interceptions, but. Well, this is a guy that was notorious for drinking at halftime, so (laughs) So God only knows. Uh, Let's see. To get the snake here, I'm going to go with another wide receiver, Mr. Billy Wilson, such a plain name, who had 60 catches for 889 yards and five touchdowns. And to follow that up, I'm going to go with the fabulous Bears quarterback, Mr. Ed Brown, who in 1956 threw for 1,000 667 yards and 11 touchdowns, lighting the world on fire. Mm. Oh, Uncle Bobby, Bob Boyd. Here we go. (laughs) My Uncle Bobby had 586 yards receiving on 30 receptions and seven touchdowns. Got to get those. And only 10 games. 
Ooh. He must have been one of those weak players back then where they made fun of him. A weak player? Yeah. What do you, you know, like, oh, you broke your nose? Come on. <laughs> get out there. What do you mean? You only, what do you mean you only have one good working lung? <laughs> you got to, you got to start playing. All right. Uh, Matt's already sent in his. And what do you know? Another Baltimore Colt in Jim Much, Much Schiller. I think that's how you say his name. He had 44 catches for 715 yards and six touchdowns. And his follow-up pick for that is Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch, who in 1956 had 35 receptions for 603 yards and six touchdowns. Very nice. You know what? I'm going to snag this. I'm going to snag a Baltimore Colt before he takes this guy. Oh, I'm going Lenny. Lenny Moore, man. A lot of talk about a lot of talk about Lenny Moore recently. Subject so. of controversy here, and within within our group here, Mister Lenny Moore. <laughs> Mister Lenny Moore had 649 yards rushing, uh, eight touchdowns, eleven receptions for 102 yards and a touchdown. Not bad for Lenny. He had better seasons though. He had better. Seasons. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm gonna. Go with Mr. Big Red, Alex Webster of the New York Giants. So my backfield, my fantasy backfield right now is what the New York Giants were playing with in 1956. And he ran for 694 yards and seven touchdowns. And Hmm. with my follow-up is a man centered around one of the biggest trades ever in NFL history. Yeah. Very, very fast back in the day, Mr. Ollie Matson, who ran for 924 yards and five touchdowns. See, gonna go with LA Rams and flanker, so wide receiver, wide receiver flex. <laughs> uh, Leon Clark, who had 36 receptions on the year, 650 yards, and four touchdowns. Leon Clark. Whenever I hear Leon, I think of Resident Evil 4. All right, Matt is going with... Wow. He says he's not a Baltimore Colts fan, but he's going to go with Raymond Barry, who in 1956 had 37 receptions for 601 yards and two touchdowns. And to follow that up, he's he's beating you to it. He's beating you to it. Normally, oh, you're, no. normally you're Mr. Defense. But he is going with the Cardinals defense, who was second in points against and sixth in yard and was seventh in yards allowed, but number one in takeaways. Oh, boy. All right. You had defense way before you. You're yeah, normally, you're normally the, the I'm usually well, picking defense in the middle. <laughs> you're a Steelers fan, so that's all you guys preach is defense. Well, I uh, I definitely was looking at the, the Cardinals defense heavy. I, you know, it's there's only 14 teams, so it's kind of weird and where you get to pick from. And speaking of Western Pennsylvania, out of Duquesne, Pennsylvania, I'm going with Flex Gene Gedman, halfback for the Detroit Lions, and he had 479 yards rushing and seven touchdowns, 15 receptions for 142 yards and one touchdown receiving. Not bad. 
Um, I'm going to go with Dave Middleton, a wide receiver of the Detroit Lions in 1956, had 39 receptions for 606 yards and five touchdowns. And to follow that up, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions defense, who was, they were number three in points against and number six in the yards allowed with being tied for second with the most turnovers. Hmm. Let's see here. Oh, you know what? You guys are always talking trash about how Pittsburgh wasn't nothing before 1970. What a, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hope and pray that I prove you wrong right now. I'm going Steelers defense. Surprise, surprise. They didn't seem too bad. I mean, to make fun of the Steelers back in the 50s, they were the absolute last team to use the single wing. So they were the last NFL team uh, to get a traditional quarterback. They were still running a tailback as their as their quarterback, a tail or a halfback. So th- there is some room to make fun of them. Yeah, well. <laughs> Nothing before 1970 counts anyway. So yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, let's see. Matt is going with Mel Triplet of the New York Giants. What a backfield. 1956, he ran for 515 yards and five touchdowns. And to round that out, he is going with Mr. Gold Standard at quarterback, Johnny Unitas, who and this is his mulligan right here with Johnny, you. And he threw for 1,498 yards and nine touchdowns. We all got to start somewhere. Rookie season, Johnny Unitas. Should he have been playing for another team? Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about the. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about anything Steelers before 1970, sir. Is that why the Steelers were like, we cannot lose out on another Western Pennsylvania quarterback, even though he's from New Jersey, but he still played at Pitt? We cannot do this to ourselves anymore. All the torment I take in this relationship. <laughs> like, why can't I just have friends? Oh, my God. I'm... That know nothing about <laughs> They just oh, need boy. to talk about modern times. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, boy. Let's see. Mulligans. <laughs> This is fun. I'm going to go with this guy. Skeets. His name is Skeets Quinlan. Skeets. His, his real name ain't much better. It's Volney. Volney Ralph Quinlan Jr. What? I've never, I've never heard of someone named Volney. Well, we're V-O-L-N-E-Y. Dealing, we're dealing with players from like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've legitimately never heard the name Volney before. I mean, these guys are probably, some of these guys are probably born in the 20s. This guy is from, well, that makes sense. He's from Texas. What part? Uh, Born in San Angelo. He went to high school in Grand Prairie. Oh, I think that's kind of far away for me. I don't know. Texas, I realize, is a huge state. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Oh, oh, it's my pick. I'm going to go with my first mulligan pick. I'm going to go with, I got to check his position. He's played everywhere. It looks like he was mostly used as a kicker because those were the first stats that came up. Uh, Bobby Walston of the Philadelphia Eagles, and he was a wide receiver. 
Uh, he had 39 receptions for 590 yards and three touchdowns. And for my final mulligan, I'm going with, I almost said St. Louis. Oh my goodness. I got to stop hanging out with you guys. Los <laughs> Angeles Rams, uh, running back, fullback, Mr. Tank Younger. Also Paul Lawrence Younger, but Tank is a cooler name. Uh, Tank Younger ran for 518 yards and three touchdowns in 1956. With my final, final pick, I'm going with Uncle Maxie. Got a lot Max of uncles. Boy, Max Boydston. He's kind of he's kind of kind of uh, uh, uncle removed a couple uh, generations because <laughs> we took off the the stun on the end of our name. <laughs> Chicago Cardinals receiver and receiver, whatever the hell they are called. In five games this year, he had six receptions for 116 yards and two touchdowns. Jeez, I think they're mulligans. Uh, yeah. And Matt's final pick is Johnny Carson. I wonder why he picked that what? one. Or John Carson. John Carson. It's in here as he put down Johnny, but I got I got a John Carson here that matches that description of the Washington racist names who caught 39 passes for 504 yards and three touchdowns. All right. I'll give the wheel a spin and we'll see what week we're doing. And it looks like we are doing week 12, the final week of the season once again. Oh, God. Why do we keep getting these final weeks, man? I don't know. Maybe if I adjust the wheel, I, I can't I can't figure it out. But Matt took Tobin Rote and the of the Green Bay Packers and the Packers lost to the Rams 49 to 21. Oh boy. Uh, Tobin wrote through for 127 yards, a touchdown and had two INTs, but he did run for 76 yards and a touchdown, giving him a total of 23 points. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So <clears throat> how'd Bobby, Bobby, Lane do? Bobby Lane of the Detroit lions. Detroit lost to Chicago 21 to 31. Um, Bobby had 42 yards passing. That's it. Four points. Four points. Four points, right? No, wrong? point for one point for every 15. Well, oh, <laughs> shit. So it's like what? Two points? Two points. Well, at least he didn't throw an interception. Yeah. That's Thank the big thing. for that. <laughs> All right. I had good, good, good catch there. I definitely did not do maths. I've done that before. One time I actually gave a guy like I had to redo it because I gave a guy like a, a points for a, like the longest run. So that's why we do this together. Balance Chuck's in balance. I had Ed Brown in this game of that 38 to 21 thrashing of the Lions. And Ed Brown threw for 142, a touchdown an interception, and ran for seven yards, which gave me a total of 13 points. Okay, so... Um, so far, Matt's in the lead, which is very odd. Surprising, but that will change soon. Uh, all right, so Matt's RB1 was Hugh McElhaney. Uh, the 49ers beat the Colts 30-17. to 17. Hugh McElhaney ran for 84 yards and had two receptions for 27 yards, giving him a total of 12 points. 
All right. Let's see. Running back, Rick Casares, Casares, however you say it, of the Cardinals, Chicago. Wait, is it Cardinals? Chicago. Oh, here we go. Bears. Two Chicagos at this time. That's confusing. Yes. All right. Chicago Bears beat Detroit 38-21. Rick had 190 yards rushing, one touchdown, and one reception for 20 yards, giving me 28 points. So you just jumped right back into this game. Uh, I had Frank Gifford and the Giants beat the Eagles 21-7. to Mr. Gifford uh, ran for 81 yards, ran for a touchdown, and had two catches for 20 yards, giving him a total of 18 points. Damn, you really did like one player. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Matt's RB2 was Alan Amici, and the 49ers beat the Colts 30 to 17. Alan Amici ran for 89 yards, giving him a total of eight points. So Matt's Matt got went back down to earth real quick on his. Feels like things are back and balanced. Yeah, for sure does. Let's see. Running back two. I had Lenny Moore, and Baltimore lost to San Francisco 17 to 30, but Lenny had 53 yards rushing and a touchdown. And two receptions for 16 yards, giving me 14 points. Damn. Not, not, not too bad. Uh, I had <laughs> Alex Webster of the Giants. Giants beat the Eagles 21-7. to seven. Alex Webster ran for 132 yards and a touchdown, giving him a total of 19 points. So <laughs> I, will, I will take that. I will take that. He's no Rick Caesar or whatever his name is, but... I will, <laughs> I will definitely take it. Uh, let's see. Matt's, where were we on? Wide receiver one. Matt's wide receiver one was Jim Mutt-Schiller of the Baltimore Colts. Colts lost to the 49ers, 30-17. to 17. And let's see. Mutt-Schiller had four catches for 62 yards, giving him a total of 10 points. All right. All right. Wide receiver one, Billy Houghton. Of the Green Bay Packers having a whatever day. Five receptions for 68 yards, giving me 11 points. Not bad. Okay. I had Harlan Hill of the Chicago Bears. Bears beat the Lions 38 to 21. And uh, let's see, Mr. Hill. He threw a pass, but it wasn't completed. Uh, he ran for 24 yards and had three catches for 84 yards and a touchdown, giving him a total of 19 points. It's not too nice. not too bad. I'm, I'm in it a little bit. Let's see. Matt had Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. Rams beat the Packers. 49 to 21 and Elroy had four catches for 44 yards, giving it a total of eight points. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely picked the, <clears throat> the wrong uh, Rams receiver there. Huh? Oh, it's uncle. Oh, it's uncle Bobby up next, right? Uh, uncle Bobby was, was the other receiver and uh, he had a day. 
for the Rams beating uh, Green Bay 49 to 21. Uncle Bobby Boyd had four receptions for a whopping 146 yards and two touchdowns, giving me 30 points. Damn. Uncle Bobby, thank you, wherever you may be, which I'm pretty sure is not here. (laughs) I had Billy Wilson where the 49ers beat the crap out of Colts 30 to 17. And Billy Wilson had seven catches for 72 yards and a touchdown, giving me a total of 20 points. Good. That's good for this era. That's yeah. Well, 38, that was, well, it's the, it's the, it's the points. We, you know, yeah, <laughs> just winners. Uh, let's see. Matt's first flex is Raymond Barry, who 49ers beat the Colts 30 to 17. And Raymond Barry had two catches for 40 yards and a touchdown, giving him giving him a total of 12 points. Hmm. I I had another Rams wide receiver for my flex, and I didn't even realize I did that. And um, yeah, let's he did pretty good too. Leon Clark. The Rams once again beat Green Bay 49 to 21. Leon had eight receptions for 97 yards and a touchdown, giving me 23 points. Damn. Damn. I had uh, my first flux is Ollie Manson of the Chicago Cardinals. Chicago beat the Browns 24 to 7, and Ollie had uh, 80 yards. And a touchdown, giving him a total of 14 points. That's not bad. Ollie. I know that. Yeah, I I agree. (laughs) I wish he would have given you some cooler points, but I'll I'll take the cool name. Oh, oh, yeah. Jeez, I keep on forgetting. I got to do Matt. Uh, So Matt's final guy, his final flex was Mel Triplett of the New York Giants. And Giants beat the Eagles 21 to 7. And Mr. Mel ran for 72 yards, giving a total of seven points. All right. Well, that's where my fun ends for now. All right. Gene Gedman of the Detroit Lions. Uh, I picked this guy. He's a, he's a Duquesne PA guy, and he let me down. Not fun. Detroit lost. 21 to 38 against Chicago Bears. How are they? Bears, thank you. Against the Chicago Bears, he had 13 rushes for uh, one yard and one reception for 13 yards. So, two points. Thanks, Gene Gedman. He must have lost a lot of yards because I'm looking. Because I have Dave Middleton who played for the Lions in this game. I'm looking at Gene Gedman and his longest run was six yards, but his coming out of the game, he only had one one total yard rushing. But that's I like had, that's like which McCall it. Oh Reggie <laughs> Bush. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was at that game when you did that too. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh I think wow. it was like the last game of the year. Uh, <laughs> but I had Dave Middleton of the Lions and Mr. Middleton had seven or I'm sorry, had five catches for 71 yards, giving me a total of 12 points. 
Matt's defense being the Chicago Cardinals. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals beat the Browns 24 to 7. And so they only gave up seven points, allowed Cleveland with 251 yards. So between uh, points, points allowed, he gets four p- points. Yards allowed, he only gets two. But Tommy O'Connell threw four INTs. And that is it. So he gets eight points for that, giving him a total of 14 points. Woo. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, you want to, like, say that the Steelers sucked before 1970? They did. It's it's just did a they? fact. It's, it's a oh. fact. Oh, because week 12, 1956, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Washington racist names 23 to nothing. And during that game, Pittsburgh allowed no points. They held Washington to only 85 total yards. They had a safety, three fumble recoveries, and three interceptions, giving me a total of 23 points. Nice. All right. So who sucks now? (laughs) What did they do in the 50s? Even Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Oh boy. All right. So I had the Detroit Lions who lost to the Bears 38 to 21. I have to say this is my weakest spot when it comes to this is picking defenses. So because they gave up those 38 points, I get negative three points. Yards allowed were by the Bears or like by the Lions, the Bears had a total of 446 yards, which Ooh. gives me another negative three points. But Ed Brown did through Ed Brown and one other guy through an INT. So that kind of helped. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So, oh my goodness, negative three. So it gives me a total of like negative four points. For my defense. I have to say that is the worst ever, ever we've seen. I've never, have we, has anyone ever scored negative? No. I'm I'm in the negatives. I had negative four points for my defense. Uh, Yikes. I think I might have miscalculated, but once again, it's negative, so it doesn't even matter. So final points. Matt ended up with 94. Pretty good for Matt. Yeah. I had 133. 133, and I had 111. So you have reclaimed the title. You have reclaimed the title. uh, Yeah. I I definitely thought with Bobby Lane only having two and Gene Gedman only having two, I was was nervous as hell. But Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby. Bobby. Everyone's has an Uncle Bobby, and he's always there for you. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Bo- <laughs> Uncle Bobby's of the world. Thank you. I wonder. I wonder if he still is kicking. I'm gonna look this up now, because now I need to know. No, not look it up. Bob Boyd, Bob Boyd, Bobby Boyd, football player. 
Wrong Bobby Boyd. Oh, I got him. You got him? Is he still? No, he passed away uh, 2017. Oh. He's a Texas boy. Boyd. <laughs> I think that's the one that I got. I think that was. Oh, is that the wrong one? Yeah, that's the one that played for the Colts. Oh, gotcha. Oh, here he is, Bob Boyd. Oh, he died in 2009. Oh, yeah. That's uh, nickname is Seabiscuit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Forgot to mention that. Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit. But you are the winner. Yes, sir. What what decade are we going with next week? Trying to think of some. Pretty much they're all open. Yeah. Yeah, We just did. We just did the 50s and the 70s. Those were the last two. So we got 80s, 90s. uh, What? Which one did we do before, right before the 70s? Right before the 70s? Oh, that was the ultimate. Was it? Oh, no. Was it? Okay. And then what, what? So the 70s, right before the 70s, had to be, was 2000s. 2000s. Okay. You know what? Let's go back to the 90s. Damn. So I can try, uh, uh, I pull a little Michael Jordan and do uh, two three peats. You went right for the kryptonite. On that one, right, right for the kryptonite. You went right, right for, for the, the nuts. Yeah, <laughs> you went right for the kryptonite. I was like, "Come on!" I was like, "He's gonna say the '90s, and now I'm gonna get mad." Well, this is a chance to. I need this, and then I need the '50s now because I decided to go there, and then I can say I've won every. And then you, every can, decade. you can hold all all the gauntlet. Yes, I'm still stones. the I'm still the best in the seventies. I think I only have one, maybe two losses in the seventies. That's true. That's true. But next week will be the nineties. And remember to tune in five days a week for the two point conversation on the BICBP radio network, Apple podcast and Spotify. And on behalf of Boyd and I, the two point conversation is good.